Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. All right. Uh, welcome to Real News Live. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. I don't care what Flat Earth Day says. Welcome to Real News Live. I'm your host, Mike Barrett in Seattle, Washington. And that lovely lady beneath me there with the lustrous hair is from Hayden, Idaho. And that is Jennifer Fala. Doreen Jenjen, are you looking forward to your weekend? I am. Father's Day. Got all kinds of stuff planned. It's going to be fun. Cool. Cool. Is Brett, is Brett a father? Technically, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's all kinds yeah. of a father. He's got... <laughs> between us, we have four. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. So. That's a lot of, uh, a lot of kids. Um, Okay, so I want to do, um, if you haven't watched yesterday's Deep Thought Thursday uh, with Flat Earth Dave, I recommend you do it. Uh, Dave came with a lot of stuff, some of which I didn't, I really hadn't thought about it. You know, um, he, he's put, he puts, put out some stuff about, well, if the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour, why doesn't the atmosphere all fly off into space? And of course, the answer is gravity. And then he questioned, well, what is gravity? Well, nobody really knows what gravity is, but questioning its nature is far different than saying it doesn't exist. It, it does exist. Dave wanted to make an argument that it's some sort of electrostatic effect that keeps the atmosphere on the earth. But he thought this proved that the earth wasn't spinning and that's not true. There's also the fact that the um, escape velocity for the planet earth <coughs> from sea level is 25,000 miles an hour. Now at altitude, it's about 11, it's 17,000 to 11,000 miles an hour, depending to escape Earth's gravity. In other words, if you were launched from a rocket plane at 50,000 feet, that's as they've done with rockets like the X-15, the actual escape velocity is less than it would be at sea level because you have less gravity intensity because gravity, the field of gravity gets weaker as you get farther away from the Earth's center of mass. And um, you also have less atmospheric resistance because the air is thinner at 50,000 feet than it is at sea level. So. Um, those things really aren't too difficult to explain. They were ones that I kind of wasn't prepared. I didn't think he was going to go in that direction. I really wasn't on top of my game on that. But, I, you know, those are the answers to those questions. And then, of course, all the stuff about the moon landing is pretty much all wrong, including, you know, why isn't the moon direct, the sun, the earth directly overhead from the surface of the moon? And the answer is being is that you have to be right on the equator at high noon for the earth to be directly overhead. If you're on the equator of the moon, and it's five in the afternoon, the Earth, five in the afternoon local time. And remember, a lunar day is considerably different than a day. It takes a, a day on on the moon is 27 Earth days because it rotates every 27 days with the same side facing the Earth. So the Earth is going to move in the sky just the way the moon moves in the sky around the Earth. So um, and the re so the answer to that is the time of day and uh of lunar day and the uh latitude of the um of the uh landing spot which you know like in the case of apollo 17 was 19.5 degrees north which if you've ever read dark mission or you've ever read the choice you know the significance of 19.5 <laughs> degrees and nasa didn't land there for no reason at that latitude and those were yes pyramids all around that landing site so yes so uh, i just wanted to wrap some of those questions up jen you watched the flat earth day thing yesterday 
And being kind and generous, um, I'd like you to tell me what you thought. Well, yeah, I was there, and you know, dis disregard all my smart-ass comments in the chat when you were. <laughs> what was a little, little well, I did feel a little snippy. protective, you know. You I, know I, I tend to be a little protective of my people, you know, and so I was, just, you know, commenting. But um, when I was watching, I was talking to Gabriel about it, and. I'm like, yeah, what's this deal with gravity? I mean, why doesn't everything float off into space if we're spinning like that? And what he explained to me, if you take a look at the background here. Now, the Earth isn't completely round like that. Okay, yeah, it is, it's spherical. Roughly yeah. spherical. Yeah. Okay. So what he showed me is that at all directions, the space, the blackness you see there, the, and it, we're dealing with different densities here, is pushing in. There is a pushing in effect on all the planets and everything in um, the dark space there. And so then you've got these vapors that come up and are floating up. So you've got this push and pull and the vapors tend to stay around the object, okay? So, and then he, then he showed me, like, and I don't know if this is right or not, but whatever this um <laughs> i'm not a physicist okay but um showed me a bunch of magnets like all the way around okay mm -hmm. and an object in the middle which looked like a drop of water could have been just a an object i'm sure it wasn't metal but he showed me that these magnets so it's kind of like a magnet effect so these magnets um you know how you get that push and the pull if you try to put two of them together like that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That kind of effect all the way around. And for some reason, because of the the middle of the earth, and I'm trying to explain this as, you know... The core. The core kindergartner in these subjects. Um, mm -hmm. When he showed me that... So and now if you take that whole model of these magnets and you spin that, the object in the middle spins the uh, opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Which creates So it. is, so then I'm always like moving out into the bigger picture, is space spinning. Yes. We know as we study everything in life, nothing stands still. And so the concept of a flat disk, um, even if you just take a look at the smallest molecule, take a look inside your body, take a look at everything, nothing ever stops moving. Why would be on something that doesn't move? And why would there be movement within it? And so it really didn't explain things to me. Um, the other thing that I had a problem with is, you know, that, you know, he used pictures from the internet and tried to explain to you why everything's a lie, which it probably is. Um, saying that these pictures have been altered, but yeah. then used pictures from the internet to prove his theory that could also have been altered. So it's it's like, so, okay, so these pictures are not okay because they've been altered, but but the ones that support your theory are okay, right? And then, it, you know, it's, it's right. it just, it had a lot of holes in it. I wasn't convinced. Um, you know, I actually did the remote viewing session where I went several times now, went to the moon, looked around. Um, it's not flat, all right? And knowing what I know and what I've learned over 25 years, um, when I was paying attention, 
anything that limits any theory that limits um god and his area in which to create and um should be questioned because there is usually a motive behind it and the man and the motive usually lies with man um right. <clears throat> we know that there are so many things and, and and if you if you if you don't know that read because there are so many documented experiences uh yes like the choice go ahead read, read the choice read read this book the i don't read it once everything. again because a lot of things that i get psychically and in meditation and through remote viewing and all that it's not remote viewing but projection of consciousness matches up with what he's got in that book so i don't want to read it yet i don't want you know, to until that. you figured everything out and whether yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so um you know there are dimensions there are portals there are wormholes there are so many different things so many experiences documented that um make the entire course of study into flat earth look like a grain of sand on a beach if you really were to spend a lifetime looking into the possibilities of more than just this and so that's why it's hard for me to embrace not just because oh i have to stick to what i know because i can't handle the truth um i have seen some things that would shock the hell out of you people who even the flat earthers so i i just i'm not sold and um i you know god and his arena to create and to experience is limitless and a limited model like that <laughs> i believe is flawed um i agree with you and you know an interesting <clears throat> thing excuse me is guys like phil argue that this limitless expanse of stars planets moons whole galaxies as mr spock once said um minimizes man in, in terms of his relationship to god and i couldn't disagree with that more because the infinite vastness of the universe and if you don't believe it's infinite and vast just go to youtube and and type in you know hubble deep deep space images and you will see you know a tiny little spot you know this vastness of stars and this tiny little spot and inside that tiny little spot when they zoom up are another billion stars and galaxies with billions of stars in them. And it just keeps going and going and going. That's exactly what I expect God to be. That's exactly what I expect God to be. And, and the fact that we can connect with him through all of that, to me, is proof of our importance. So I, I, I think a lot of the flatter theory motivation is, is stuff like, yeah, Phil's God must be smaller than mine, James Fruit. That's, that's a good idea. And why wouldn't God create this vast amount of, um, of infinite infinity? Of course he would. Well, I so, understand that why he would believe what he believes. Because if you sit in and you watch the whole thing and you listen to him, I'm just like, yeah, well, that makes sense, yeah. But... For the people in the spiritual community and the people who have had uh, personal experiences and read a lot of uh, books about out there things, there's too many questions 
well, what about this? And why, why does this happen? And why, what, you know, why did I see an alien in my room? And why did I, and why did yeah. I, why have I been communicating with um, ghosts if there are no other dimensions or in between dimensions? Or, you know, why did I, you know, what about other realities and this reality and, and on and on and on and on? And why do we see that in nature, pe things tend to repeat themselves? And, you know, so I think emotionally, I think this theory was put out originally when they really didn't know more. Um, and then I think it was used to keep people in check. Okay, so you got this, and that's all there is. You only get one life. You better be good, and I'm going to tell you what good is. And if you don't follow the rules, you're not going up. You're going down. And I don't like that limited theory. Um you don't have to take all that is and put it in a box for humans to be important to God. You don't have to limit the size of creation to make yourself more important. Um, because the way that God experiences everything through everyone. And mm. Well, and, I, I agree. So it's, I, I agree, agree with that wholeheartedly. And I thought that... Um, I thought that, uh, you know, I, I didn't really have an agenda yesterday, except I wanted to hear what he had to say. I wanted to hear what the arguments were that I hadn't heard yet. And some of them having to do with the atmosphere and stuff were ones I hadn't heard yet. And I'm like, how fast does the earth really spin? I forget how fast it's a thousand miles an hour and escape velocity from sea level is 25,000 miles an hour. And it's less at higher altitude. It's about 17,000. So, you know, all these things that had I known, I would have been prepared to answer. Um, and then the other things, of course, on the moon landings and the photographs he showed, I was obviously, as you saw, I already knew about most of these things and you know, him talking about the boots of the astronauts and not realizing that they were slip-ons. They go over the top of the sealed pressurized spacesuit and things like that. I was happy, surprised he didn't bring up the, the WikiLeaks, uh, the fake WikiLeaks video. They faked the moon landings and all it is, all it is, is, is moon footage made into black and white spliced in with people in a desert with cameras <laughs> they're not connected you never see the two at the same time right and oh this is fake it proves it's fake no it proves you're an idiot if you believe that dave did not issue that i did pick up his app i am going to go through it i i feel like maybe there's a book on the flat earth that will come out of this for me or maybe i'll combine the flat earth and the moon hoax theory into some sort of book or really what i'd like to do ideally um Victoria, if you're listening, is to do a show about the flat earth theory. Truth behind the moon landing, truth behind the flat earth. Sounds like a great idea to me. Let's put the band back together and go deal with this, except I'm not going to be the crazy, dumb flat earth guy this time. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to beat up on Dave, but I, I want to show you one other thing that I, I had yesterday, but we ran long because Dave can talk a lot. And um, and, and again, I don't, I don't put any negative motives to people are like oh he's just trying to make money okay nothing wrong with people making some money if he wants to have an app and charge 2.99 for it go ahead i i bought it i think it's kind of cool i'm gonna go through it <coughs> but um i think he really believes this stuff so i'm not gonna be mean and beat up on a person and, and really embarrass a person Oh, I think that uh, Phil and him completely believe everything they're saying, you know, and that's yeah. their choice and that's okay. And, you know, we can have differences of opinions. I 
have walked a different path. It doesn't mean that I know more than them. It's just that I have experienced things and then learned things. And a lot of people in the spiritual community who have had extraordinary experiences and read about a lot of things would have questions too. And so that's the only, my, my point in it is this like, you know, do I know for sure? No, nobody does. And you can't claim something as fact if you can't zoom out into space and take a look. I kind of did, yeah. but then yeah. you have to trust my perception. But and, and, um, you know, yeah, and so for instance, nobody really knows for sure, and they can say, "Oh, well, I saw documents, and I did this, and they took me to the to the wall, and everything else." And it's like, well, at the time, you were kind of working for the deep state, and you know, yeah. we yeah. do know that that could have been planted in your memory, yeah. <laughs> planted in your memory. For instance, there are pictures of Antarctica from space of the entire continent. There are pictures that have been out for decades and decades of the Antarctic continent. That's how we know the shape of it, among other things. Um, so some of, a lot of those things were wrong. But what I, what I wanted to show everybody today before we get started is what I didn't show yesterday because it would have really sort of blown his argument. Um, it's a, it's, I, hate to, I hate to give Carl Sagan credit for anything, but this is from his TV series Cosmos. And I want to play a few minutes of that show, which kind of is the ultimate argument that can blow away the flat earth theory so let's play that now since dave's not here to defend himself but i didn't want to do it yesterday because it would have been impossible to defend and i didn't want to embarrass him on camera so let's just take a look at this video real quick and then we'll move on this is uh the carl from cosmos talking about the egyptian astronomer erasthenes forward observation why would anyone lie on such a trivial matter? Eratosthenes asked himself Eratosthenes. how it could be that at the same moment, a stick in Syene would cast no shadow and a stick in Alexandria, 800 kilometers to the north, would cast a very definite shadow. Here's a map of ancient Egypt. I've inserted two sticks or obelisks one up here in Alexandria, and one down here in Syene. Now, if at a certain moment, each stick casts no shadow, no shadow at all, that's perfectly easy to understand, provided the Earth is flat. If the shadow at Syene is at a certain length, and the shadow at Alexandria is the same length, that also makes sense on a flat Earth. But how could it be, Eratosthenes asked, that at the same instant, there was no shadow at Syene and a very substantial shadow at Alexandria. The only answer was that the surface of the earth is curved. Not only that. Well, okay, I'll let you finish, Carl. But the greater the curvature, the bigger the difference in the lengths of the shadows. The sun is so far away that its rays are parallel when they reach the earth sticks at different angles to the sun's rays will cast shadows at different lengths. For the observed difference in the shadow lengths, the distance between Alexandria and Syene had to be about seven degrees along the surface of the Earth. By that I mean, if you imagine these sticks extending all the way down to the center of the Earth, they would there intersect at an angle of about seven degrees. Well, seven degrees is something like a 50th of the full circumference of the Earth, 360 degrees. Eratosthenes knew the distance between Alexandria and Syene 
He knew it was 800 kilometers. Why? Because he hired a man to pace out the entire distance so that he could perform the calculation I'm talking about. Now, 800 kilometers times 50 is 40,000 kilometers. So that must be the circumference of the Earth. That's how far it is to go once around the Earth. That's the right answer. Eratosthenes' only tools were sticks, eyes, feet, and brains, plus a zest for experiment. Okay, so I think, you know, Carl proved his point there. Not only um, did he get the, figure out the answer to the question, which is that the moon or the earth has got a curved surface, but you can use that to calculate the entire circumference of the earth, which he did. So um, I found that to be absolutely uh, fascinating, and it would have sort of blown up the argument because that is the, that is the situation. Uh, we do we do know that the shadows are different lengths in different places on the Earth from certain distances. So it was it was a really brilliant analysis, and Sagan gave a great example there. I thought of the fact that the Earth is curved. Okay, Jen, you don't really have any Gentel today, so I want to throw some stuff out there and let no, you know. No, but I also wanted to um, <clears throat> two things. <clears throat> Excuse me, my stupid allergies. Um, somebody said Trump's live in two minutes. Why? Why is he live I today? I don't know. On RSBN? So two minutes, that means within an hour, so we probably won't miss it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, look at all the the hieroglyphs. Isn't that what's called? The, the ancient um, drawings on caves and things like that. Um, do you think somebody just ran around? and painted those and carved those all over the earth. The deep state's been carving those just so that we would think that there's aliens and things like that. Um, clearly, there's a lot more that went on if you take a look at these things and everything that's been found and, and, and all of that um, from archaeological digs. And, and, you know, just even in Egypt, I had a friend who was posting pictures of their trip to Egypt and... Um, very interesting. Very interesting, some of the things that they were seeing. Um, there's so much more than we know. It's not... Everybody's looking for the story. You know, the way it is. I know, okay, well, we've got the flat earth, and then we've got, you know, hell and heaven. And that's all you get. And it's like, um, no, there's actually probably... So if you take a mirror, what it reminds me of are these dimensions. If you take a mirror, it's d dimensions, sub-dimensions, realities, personal realities, and, and you know, you put them together, which don't do that because you create a portal anyway. Um, but it repeats again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Right? I'm pretty sure that's how it is. And um, so to say, it's not so much that I really care the shape of the earth. I mean, like, yeah, okay, maybe we're on a flat disk and it's just going like this or maybe it's just sitting there and everything else in the universe. But to say that there's no space and there's nothing else is like sitting in your house reading one book. You know, where'd that book come from, by the way? But sitting in your house and never leaving and thinking that's all there is when there's so much more. Well, book. if you read that book, you'd, you'd go outside. Um, but it's just, it's just there's 
the way my mind works and, and I've always been an observer and the things that I've experienced and the people I've come across, I've come across some people, some older people that have been in the spiritual community and reading books and learning for so many years. And I mean, they're just like, I want to talk to you for hours. There's just like a wealth of information. So interesting. Um, all the weird unexplained things, people driving, and then all of a sudden they they drive through a stretch of highway and they, they're in another place. Those people aren't crazy. Not when you have people in the same car witness the same thing. What's going on there? You know, so it's just too limiting. Um, you know, if in fact the earth is spherical, maybe flatter, I don't know if there's some kind of force field around it, whatever. This entire theory needs to be studied more. It, you need to take into account it would take a lifetime to really prove this. Um, you need to take it into account to all the other personal experiences out there and all the other stuff and all the things that have been drawn on caves. And it's just, it's you can't just surf the internet and talk to a few people and come out and say, this is how it is, this is fact. Because that's not what fact is. And so that's why I have a problem with it. Okay. Um, I... Um... I hear you, and I uh, I agree with that. And I would like to point out to everybody out there, to the vegans in the audience, that no caveman ever painted a cave wall of a salad. Ever. They only paint the animals that they eat. They worship the animals, the meat. They're meat eaters. Okay, um, and by the way, what the fuck is a kilometer? <laughs> kilometer. How about mile, Carl? Now, look, this, this brings on another conspiracy. There's a reason why the globalists want you, want you to do everything in kilometers and meters and the most worthless measurement ever, the millimeter. What the fuck is a millimeter? You know what? A, a garbage bag is about <laughs> three millimeters thick. So a millimeter, it's like to measure something in millimeters is utterly useless. That's like less than a, that's like about a thousandth of an inch. I mean, come on. It's worthless for any real, in, in anything you do in the real world, except in very precise precision engineering. And you could just use thousandths of an inch instead. The reason why they want you to use the metric system and not use the imperial system is because the imperial system is based on the ancient Egyptian cubit, the megalithic yard, which is what he, which is what Erasenes, um, which is what I'm going to call him, uh, assistant used to measure the distance between the two places. Those were the ancient um, sacred geometric mathematical systems. And as long as we use the imperial system, we can access those ancient sacred geometries. If you go to the metric system, that all goes out the window and you will never understand the mathematic and geometric mysteries of the universe. And I say so right in this book. So keep that in mind. Fuck their kilometer. I mean, I'm watching a Formula One race. They're like, he's doing 300 kilometers up the straightaway. And I'm like, how fast is that in, in a real measurement? Like miles per hour? Oh, oh, it's 217. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty fast for a Formula One car. 217 miles per hour. I don't know what the fuck 300 kilometers is, but it's a worthless measurement. So um, we need to fight the power on that. And we need to go to the, the, the globe in the new system needs to go worldwide. We need to go to the back to the imperial system worldwide uh, is the way to do things. 
Okay. Um, so, Jen, a couple weeks ago, I think a week ago, Wednesday or Monday, I asked you on the show, or maybe it was off the air, when am I going to cash in? When am I going to be able to get some money? And you remember what you said? No. You said two and a half weeks. <laughs> Did I? You said two and a half weeks. We're on the Friday of the second week because he said it on Monday. And I have from multiple sources now, one of which I consider impeccable and connected, that things will start to filter down to our level. The target is Monday, the 20th. Just thought I would let everybody know that, which is right about, Jen, two and a half weeks from when you said that. I just wanted you well, to know. Thank God for that, because I know you're going to come at me. I, if it doesn't... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hearing that some deals have closed. Some of the big top tier one deals have closed in Europe. <clears throat> that, that means liquidity. That means money is not just visible in bank accounts, but can be spent. And right now it's fiat currency. So it's fascinating to me that basically all of the, the people there's three or four people i really trust on this and they're all saying the same thing watch next week so let's watch next week and see what happens awesome. on the financial end of things so um all right jen so i thought since you don't really have any significant gen by the way if you love me paypal.me slash mike barra and venmo at mike dash barra um I appreciate that very much. I, since you don't really have Gentel, I thought what we would do is talk about our wonderful sponsors here, the CBD Gurus. Go to their site, thecbdgurus.com, and pick up all of your top quality, high quality CBD products. The way you do that is go to thecbdgurus.com. You can pick up any of the products on the main page, including things like bath bombs and soaps and powders. But you can go to the wholesale, Mike B wholesale section. You type in the discount code alien a l i e n and you can get special deals on the miracle gold which i've got to try I haven't tried it yet the um brain support the pain cream i need the brain support the uh the pet oil which i'm giving to aurora right now hoping it'll help her get better and uh, sleep support a whole bunch of other cool stuff that you can pick up at special prices and you get ten thousand vietnamese dong with every purchase 10,000 Vietnamese long with every purchase go free over there dong, to, can't beat it you can't beat you can't beat getting some can't long beat dong. Free dong can't beat free dong um <laughs> <laughs> Jen just couldn't resist thecbdgurus.com I am going to pull out one of these luscious gummies my CBD gurus gummy and I'm going to eat that while Jennifer Falah tells us what is going on over at jenniferfalah.com well, same things that were going on uh, last show, but we still have, I still got it up. I still got it on sale. Um, my interdimensional meditation classes. This is how learn how to project your consciousness in meditation and out. The last class will teach you how to do that within this dimension while awake and to go and basically remote view, but it's, it's better than that. Um, within these classes, um, you will also um what, what didn't i do the uh i remote viewed the john f kennedy assassination there's a lot of goodness in these classes you get about 12 hours of um footage 
videos for you to own sent to you through WeTransfer to your PayPal email. Get them today um, and start learning. You know, it'll change right. your life. Also, we have the super duper everything toxin, cleanse, DNA, correction, everything healing. You can get five for $200 or you can get them individually there. You can purchase gift cards below for readings, for healings to send to people. Easiest way to send a gift or you can get them and keep them for later use. Um, I also have a friend marcy hal who's helping me out doing the house cleanses and personal cleanses if you think you got bad guys in your house um bad dreams anxiety depression strange thoughts weird things moving around in the house um get a cleanse from marcy purchase there email her there i have a love button if you love me you can hit it and send me presents and then um we've got our psychic development classes and these are going to be different than any other it's really just going to speak to you and tell you what it looks like, what it feels like, and how to strengthen that internal connection with God um, as and function as a soul. That's it. I, I had somebody yesterday, Jen, um, put a message up. I, I I can't I can't find the the DNA cleanse on your site, and I'm like, it's right here. It's it's right here. It it just says toxin DNA cleanse. Literally the DNA second correct. thing. I mean, it's the... like literally right there, right there, guys. There it is. I uh, think they were on the wrong page. They're probably on the readings and services page. Yeah, probably, probably the truth. So, uh, all right. And once again, I also, in a sense, have a love button. It's PayPal.me slash Mike Barra and Venmo at Mike dash Barra. And I'm going to put the CBD gurus code down below. Do not forget to visit the CBDgurus.com. Pick up some, if you got any issues, pick it up. We had, we had the guys, guys on the other day and they, I thought did a really good job of explaining what all of their products do. Uh, there was one that was good for blood pressure, though. I forget which one it was. I'm going to have to look into that because I'm not happy with my blood pressure right now. So, um, all right, Jen. So what I thought we'd do is I've got some uh, I've got some questions already pre-selected here. We'll go through those. Then we'll go over to the Rumble side. And then we'll come back over here and pick up where we left off. And again, everybody, if you have a personal question about yourself, someone in your family, your pets, we need their name and we need your for at least your first name your real name so Jen can connect, okay? So it's a lot easier to do that. All right, let's go to pin messages, see what's up there. Um, Flat Earth Dave accused Mike of assuming, then that's all he did. He was also rude. Oh, he was, he got a little out of hand at one point when I was kind of shooting him down on some stuff, but uh, not attacking your guests. Remember, we deal in truth here. That is true. Thank you. Um, is Dave a physicist? No, but why do you have to be to argue about physics? You know, I, I, I'm not a professional football player. I'm not an NFL coach, but I know Pete Carroll's a fucking idiot. And I know when Pete Carroll's blowing a game by making this call or that call. So you don't have to be. That's that's the way they create a club to uh, to avoid having their pet theories challenged. It doesn't have to be a physicist to make these to ask, ask questions. You don't have to be a certified expert in a certain category to have an opinion. No, and it's called uh, a theory. It's called a theory. And, you know, um, what, the way it should be presented, this this is what I found. Um, and this is the conclusion I've come to. This is my 
theory, and this is why I think my information supports my theory. Don't come uh, out yeah. and say, this is fact, and you're an idiot, and you've got cognitive dissonance if you don't believe me. You don't... Yeah. No. I mean, again, I wouldn't call it a theory. I'd call it the flat earth hypothesis, um, because an hypothesis is an idea that hasn't been tested or proven to any extent yet. A theory is something that's got some evidence to back it up. And while Dave has some questions, I wouldn't oh, call what he's got evidence. I would call it okay. question. But either way, we'll call Enough. it the flat earth hypothesis. Theory gives it more weight than it, it now look more weight than it deserves at this point. But I, I am going to say. I told Dave there's about a 5% chance that he's right. I'm prepared for that possibility. I don't think he's right. But I'd say that you have to be open to the possibility that you go, you got a 5% chance of being correct. I've seen on his, his, I've seen his platform on Bill Nye, the science guy. It was debunked 20 years ago. Frankly, I didn't care for his cheap psychology tricks. Very vanilla. I'm not sure what the Bill Nye, the science guy um, reference pertains to but keep in mind bill nye is not a scientist because he's never done any scientific experimentation that i'm aware of unlike you know somebody like me who's actually done experimentation um he's he's a comedian he's a comedian that turned a children's gig uh turned actually a bad deliberately bad bill shatner impersonation into a children's gig with disney well, more I power it was to like you a, like a high school science teacher who started yeah. doing that yeah but you're not yeah no he's a, he's a comedian uh he was an engineer at boeing for about seven years i was an engineer at boeing for about 15 years dolph lundgren by the way ivan drago is far more qualified to be a scientist than bill nye is uh, I thought Dave was condescending and rude. Yeah, I've got that. I don't. I, I mean, he did get out of line a little bit, and I slapped him down, and he went. I was very me. impressed with the way that you handled the entire interview because you know you're much better than me in the comments. You know, you know, just disregard my comments, okay? Um, you're making me mad. There, I was making you mad. Well, you, you just didn't need to be. You know, look, it's one thing to disagree with someone. That, that I did you not wanted... insult anybody. I was no, putting up what were, I thought. So you were a little, you were a little, man, you were a little snippy. <laughs> you were a little snippy. So I don't. I don't want people to say, "Oh, you know, don't go on Mike Barra's show. He'll he'll beat you up and and make make a." Fight. I didn't beat anybody up. I just said, "What about this and what about that?" Yeah, and then they'll say, "No, me, Barra's okay, but his boy, his audience—they're just vicious. They're absolutely vicious people." um karen i suddenly cut i accidentally cut down a nest with a baby bird i put the branch back in the tree a little bit lower will mama come back Ooh, good question cut down a nest with a baby bird probably not um if you've touched the breath if you've touched the nest um probably not okay uh over on the rumble side of things gary says good morning mike and jen uh, question for Jen. Myself, my wife, and granddaughter are flying to South Padre Island, Texas. We leave July 8th and come back July 15th. Will things be okay flying from Pittsburgh to South Padre Island, Texas on July 8th and the 15th? Fine. Jen, I love that you are uh, one. Okay, Mike, you've been on fire, especially on whiskey and wisdom. Love that um, I am what? I don't know. It says you are. I love that you are one. I don't know what that means. Um, Cobble says he lost me at satellites are held up by balloons. <laughs> are you kidding me? Well, yeah. Um, 
You are once again, Mike, on fire. Thank you. Uh, was the trucker who talked about the Second Amendment Article 4 happening in Washington, D.C.? Don't understand that question. Um, there were two trucker videos that yesterday that I saw. One of them people commented was from a few months ago, which I didn't understand. I think there was a guy in a fluorescent green or yellow shirt that was the most recent. So I'm not sure on which one it was that was old. Um, okay, okay. Uh, Sandy says, Jen, I'm going on a little excursion to the casino tonight. Will I have any luck? <laughs> Sandy would like to know if she's going to have some luck tonight at the casino. Well, yeah, but it's at first you're going to have to bet small um, because it's going to be so like for the time that you're there, it's probably somewhere in the middle that you get lucky. Okay. So if you were to bet large in the beginning, you'll run out of money and you won't get lucky. So Okay, so bet small at the beginning. When you start winning, bet bigger. And when you start losing again, stop. <laughs> and then you'll come out ahead. Um, Scott wants to know, Jen, do you see me moving out of Michigan down to Florida this year? Scott would like to move to Florida. It's really not this year. I think it possibly into next year. But I do see that happening. Okay, at some uh, point. RPH. All right. Okay, sorry. RPH man, I don't know how who that is, but uh, he wants to know if we are in martial law as of 8.30 a.m. this morning. There are some people saying that we are actually under martial law now as of 8.30. Let's see, Michael. Again, it's true. Wow. I'm not sure if it's everywhere or how that works. Um, so I think there's something, he's talking, but there's something, I think, I don't know if there's like full martial law or partial martial law or martial law for this area or something like that, but um, that has something to do with it. All right. Um... James Hitchingham says, I've seen satellites for years, watched so many moonrises and sunsets. This phenomena would not be possible on flat Earth, but only possible for rotating sphere. Flat Earth is BS. Yeah, the thing about the satellites is, first of all, I watched a lot of them through night vision goggles, which are extremely reflective. And if the sun hits a metallic object, it's going to flare up from a certain perspective. It's called the phase angle. You're going to be able to see it bright in the, in the night sky. You absolutely are, regardless of the size. Um, Magna Mike says he just got my book and downloaded it to Kindle. I like it. Well, I hope you enjoy the whole thing. Um, and where are the giant ice walls? <laughs> yeah, good question. Well, the thing that, like, see, I, I just have so many questions, you know? Like, so if, if the firmament repairs itself and it cannot be broken, why do we have pieces falling out of it? And then why would there be there be small holes that are supposed to be what we see as stars and planets? The firmament, yeah, if it's uniform and perfect, why are there small holes poked in it? And why would there, we have asteroids falling to, to what rocks falling out of the sky, burning up? You know, I have a I have a, a moon rock. I mean, and it is different than anything I have seen. Tell you what, you, uh, that thing you is moon, metal. You have a moon rock, that's a felony, so you better put it on eBay or something. You're not supposed to have a moon rock. Well, I didn't buy it, and I just um, it was given to me. Okay. 
I have um, control over that. Yeah, um, guys, office rocker openly said that no watercraft travels from Argentina to Australia. What? Well, yeah, again, he tried to do the whole um, no flights across the Pacific Ocean thing, and as I explained to him, it's because they don't like to make those flights very often because there's no waypoints. You're on your own, so it was the flight and the and the, the ships at sea. And in fact, there are flights from Sydney to uh, Santiago um, every day. So, why would it be a felony to have a moon rock? Because those are all property of the U.S. government, brought back at the expense of the taxpayers by the astronauts from the moon. And private citizens are not supposed to possess them. They're supposed so maybe to be it's not a moon rock. Maybe it's just an asteroid. Maybe it's just a fallen Probably. whatever. Well, or it could be. It could be. If you picked it, it up okay. off the let desert, me, let me it it could be a chunk of the moon that you know there was a meteor and thing and it you know again a, a rock got accelerated beyond the moon's escape velocity, which with no atmosphere and one sixth of gravity is far slower than twenty five thousand miles an hour. It would be what's well, one sixth anyway. Uh, very and and it it reentered, survived, and was picked up and was identified by its isotopic oxygen ratios as being from the moon. That is legal for you to possess. It is not I don't know what the hell it is. You know, he, that's what he it's, said it's, when he gave it is, to me. He said he picked it up off the desert. It fell out of the okay. sky. I don't that's think legal. it's like petrified, you know, like crap from an airplane because that would be it's about the size you. of a tangerine and it's heavy as something about 10 times its size. And when you, when you bang on it, it's metal. Yeah. That would be legal for you to possess. Uh, what I'm talking about, when people say moon rocks, I, I always go to the talking about what the astronauts brought back. You're not supposed to have that stuff. Uh, oh, I doubt it's that. Um, Mike, your friend Brad Olson has been to Antarctica. Ask him if the ice walls are extremely high like the Flat Earthers say. But if so, how do they find a port to dock the ship? They took Yeah, again, Antarctica, people have been to Antarctica and docked there, and the ice wall is not. You know, the ice wall, it's like the, it's like the great ice wall in Game of Thrones or something all around the probably Earth. Probably meteor, is, yeah. Is what they're trying to do, yeah. The Earth is round, so I have a ball. The point is one theory is right and the other is wrong. That is correct. Speaking of WikiLeaks, Mike, Assange is going to be extradited. Yeah, now what, there's still an appeal to be filed here. Is Assange going to be brought over anytime soon? Well, let's ask first, where is Assange? Um, where does everybody say he is? Uh, right in now? England. In England being held by the British government. <laughs> really? Well, this is going to sound way out there. I don't know who the hell they think they have, but Assange, I see him in like a huge white um, walled place. And it's on our soil. So if you want the truth, there it is. <laughs> um... Flat earthers, not not fat earthers, flat earthers, say the sun is a lamp that moves along the top of the dome, hence still sh still showing Sagan's explanation. Well, well, no, because, well, it, it might, yeah, it might change the angle, but I don't, I don't 
that's not what the sun is, so we don't have to worry about that. So the dome um, moves? What moves? No, it, it, it moves around the dome. It's a big light right. in the sky that moves around the dome. Yeah, that's true. It could, it could possibly uh, fit with that. Um, well, if you can't penetrate the dome, then how is it moving around the dome? Is it on the outside of the dome? Is it in the dome? I mean, if we've got this solid dome and you can't penetrate it and you can't break it, how is it moving around it? I mean, so then the dome would have to spin, right? Mm -hmm. Or the whole flat thing would have to spin. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Anyway. Um... I'm done with it. I don't even... You're never going to get anywhere with this subject. You know, it's kind of like people, once they grab onto it, they're just like, that's it. And... I just, I'm not there. I don't, there's too many questions still. And from what I've experienced, I don't believe it's true. Um, yeah, I'm so tired of that stupid X-Files clip. Um, oh, there's no aliens. It's all just psyop by the DOD to gain control. Of it's fucking bullshit. It's like at some point, um, Chris Carter just, lost it because he had no new ideas i had a great x-files story that he could have uh, made into a movie but no. good morning ruben darren how are you over there in bangladesh Bang bangladesh is that correct is that where you are i forget um i guess when i had direct tv it wasn't coming from a satellite orbiting the earth yeah <laughs> i think he's in malaysia i thought he was in malaysia. malaysia no i don't think he's in malaysia i thought he was in india or no bangladesh. Ruben, tell us there. Um, Deborah Thomas, Den, the city is still dragging us through all their paperwork. They want us to tear down our new deck. We are still fighting them. Will we win and keep our beautiful deck? Yes, if you just don't tear it down and shoot anybody who comes on your property to try to tear it down for you. They're going to try and fine you. Until you That's take the it thing. down. Let, let them fine you. And then you know what you do is you take the fine... And you make like a hundred copies of it, of this of the slip of the fine, and you send them ten dollars every month. You write them a check every month for ten dollars, and they can't do a damn thing to you if you do that. There you go. Um, you know, again, Dave, Dave Bear, I tried to talk him into that. I'm like, just send if somebody asks you for money, you don't think you owe them anything, just send them ten bucks every every month. They can't do a thing. Hi, Jen. I have this red rash on my right arm and right underarm. It's red and bumpy and also stings. Can you see what is causing this? This is Rona Mills. Have you had the shingles? I mean, it feels something like that. Could be the could be the sounds like the shingles. If you have any Ivan or Roxy, especially, oh, sorry, Ivan Take the Ivan. It's supposed to help with that, according to Dr. Brooks. Mike Jennifer, are the deep state asshats holding back the water from the people, farmers, etc.? Does mining crypto take? No, mining crypto doesn't take water and the energy. They say, oh, you know, to mine a single Bitcoin takes more energy than is you know produced for the entire city of New York. Yeah, but for how long? For a fraction of a second? For a year? Again, it's it's a it's a useless comparison. So. I don't, I don't know. What do you think, Jen? Well, um, which asshats and um, holding back the farmer water from what people? They are holding back water from California and from states like that because 
They get a whole bunch of money from the government to be in a, a drought. They get a whole mm -hmm. bunch of money from the government when they have fires. And so they've been, they don't want California to get the water that they need, which would be very easy. I mean, we got so much water up here in the Northwest, we don't know what to do with it. We've got floods. The, the rivers are just full. We've got, we've got lakes that are a thousand and more feet deep and 40 miles long. There's no reason why. And if you listen to, what's his face? Um, David Strait says that there are like, I don't know if you take big carrier ships uh, end on end with these giant fans like 12 miles off of the coast of California or something blowing everything up to the northwest. Makes sense to me this year. Mm -hmm. And creating doubt, drought conditions. Well, and you know, look, the other thing is too, things? you know, I the mean, other thing is too, you know, new, new gen crypto has this new desalination technology that's inexpensive. Even the expensive technology, which really isn't that expensive, um, California should have a hundred of those plants along the coast. That's all they have to do is build those plants, desalinate the water, and irrigate the entire state, and none of this would ever happen. This started the in the, um, probably the early 2000s or something like that. I remember when they, uh, the, I lived in California my whole life until I was 33. Um, when in, I think you can look it up in San Diego, I think it was the San Vicente Dam broke. It was either 1979 or 1980, flooded out the entire valley. I remember having, when we would, when it would rain in California, it would and we would have floods, everything would fill up, there were always lakes to go to, this was not a problem. When the place went um, Democrats, Democrats slowly, um, everything got continually worse and all of a sudden there's a damn drought, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's created. It's created. Um... Tom Fitness Hot says, I bet the SCOTUS makes its Roe versus Wade ruling while Congress is on its break. Next week is the last week in session before summer recess. Uh, that's a good question. Is Roe versus Wade going to be released? The decision going to be released while Congress is in session or after they're, or when they're not in session? There's a fight right now. They're trying to push it off they're trying to I don't know how they're doing that um, they're trying to push it off um, let's see will we see that sometime within the next 10 days okay what it looks like to me um, <clears throat> Kenneth Monsano microgen do you see the DNR revaluing soon just bought 125,000 and army vet asked if me or you get rich, get rich, how does that getting rid of Biden? The answer to both of those is it's imminent and it's part of the reset. And, um, and what was restated today by multiple people who are not doing circle tell is that when the financial thing happens, that is the, that is the end of Biden that some people think Biden will be removed within two hours of that happening, but we shall see. Um, okay. Jen, my birthday was a few days ago. This is Timothy Hanlon feeling a wave of financial abundance within the next three days for him. Is Timothy gonna feel a wave of financial abundance? 
Happy birthday, Timothy. Happy um, birthday. Your financial abundance, I think you may you may receive something like that pretty soon, but I think it, that's going to continue. James is taking so a CBD I think what you're really point. feeling here is stepping through a doorway. It's like it's like when something major like this happens in your life, you can feel it coming, and you just kind of don't know what it is. But you're like, you know, I feel like something's about to break here, and then you're you're stepping into a new chapter of your life. Yeah, I do think that abundance is coming for you. Um, Jen, will my son Brandon be safe this weekend at the Summer Smash Music Festival in Douglas Park, Chicago? Good question, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. okay um he's young and he'll probably have some drawbacks he'll probably have some unexpected things happen but i don't think it's anything major kathleen would like to know if her alex and wanda are they're leaving new york from new york to jamaica for four days will they be safe and return to north carolina safety safely when well i'll just ask um probably now Uh, they may be delayed in returning. I don't know what that's about. I don't know if it's weather or what. Um, Jen, do you see me moving from Michigan uh, down to Florida? Didn't you ask this question on Wednesday? Scott? Um. How do you ask it on Wednesday? Probably. I don't know. I'm not getting that right now, Scott. That's a confuse. For some reason, the question is confusing to me. So. Uh, Jen, Christian Helwig would like to know, will I find a new apartment this summer? I need to get out of this one. Okay. Looks about <laughs> mid, uh, you, you find it around mid-August, probably move September. Kenneth um, would like to know, oh, sorry, go ahead. It's fine. Kenneth would like to know if you see any good news coming to help us all have a good 4th of July. Yeah, let's discuss that. <laughs> he says it'll be excellent. Layla was... He's kind of referring to all of us um, and all the things that we we know. You know, so it's maybe not everybody, but um, for us, yeah. Layla would like to know, hey, Jen, did you do the healing on my sister-in-law, Sabra? She's been depressed. Any details I could take back to her? Should that be Sabra's question to Jen? <clears throat> I, if, um, if you received an email, I'm probably up to, I think, purchases made by um, June 10th or 9th. So there is a um, line on the healings. I have a file of pictures and people and names and things to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know James Foster, then, do the angels see me going back to work full-time next week? No. Um, <laughs> you might have another week or so, but then you will. Um, Jen would like to know, we've had very erratic weather in Northern California. Is this weather warfare or Mother Nature? Well, Northwest has been crazy with the rain, so I don't know if you're just getting the tail end of that. Um, but it, it is are shooting it up here. 
It is dark and cold and depressing and gloomy here in Seattle. It has been for a better part of a week on the brink of raining if it's not raining. And I mean, it's like it hasn't gotten over 60, 65 degrees here in 10 days. Usually by the 15th of June, we're in 80 degree weather and uh, you just aren't seeing the sun. And and the the whole rest of the country is like sweltering in this heat wave. I'm like, yeah, come up here. It's nice and cool. I'm out in my long pants uh, most of the time. So. Oh, yeah, Yvonne. Ivana got the camper that she wanted. Good. Glad to hear it. Thanks. Oh, <clears throat> uh, see, Mike, um, <clears throat> the Bill Nye reference was my point, and I used the same example Dave did, same theories. Oh, okay. I guess I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, and again, the heat wave, is it a product of geoengineering, or is it real weather? It's just... Are you just... No, I thought you were frozen. No, I'm just waiting for you to say something. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you answered that, and I was just waiting for another question. So, uh, let's see. Geoengineering, okay. I never believe this was possible but i more and more i'm leaning towards that most of our weather and patterns lately has been um strategic okay sarah would like to know i'm working to get tina peters elected i believe she's from colorado excuse me uh how do you see her is tina peters a good person or will she get elected that's vague question She means well. I don't think she's a planter. Um, Nikki would like to know, should my hubby Steve consider taking a better paying job where he's gone out of state all week and home every weekend or stay where he's at? Should he take that job or should he stay where he's at? Stay where he's at right now. Lucy would like to know, when will I be selling my home? Or will I move and keep it as an investment? Good question. I see the leaves turning colors. So you may consider that in the fall. Um, Jen, do you see the Nicaraguan drug lord president, Daniel Ortega, and a satanic wife getting arrested or taken down by the Russians? Interesting question. A little off topic. Uh, my answer doesn't I'm sorry I didn't we didn't hear that you you broke up there my answer doesn't make any sense okay I feel like that's a fictional character I feel like he's gone so whoever's playing that person um, is an actor. Uh, Jen, what's going on with the cattle dropping dead in the Midwest? Thousands of them. Uh, those cows were poisoned. The ones that we saw? Mm-hmm. That is a sudden death. So that's not a... Okay, so when I was a kid, um, we had horses. And we bought a, a new horse for me. Okay. 
and we got and within two weeks after uh, shortly after we got the horse i came home and it was it had died standing up and fell over stiff okay legs straight out in front of it and it was because the people never warmed it it had heartworms it had a heart attack boom um shocking but um so if an animal is really, really hot and the heat, first of all, cows don't die because of the heat. Okay. Um, that's ridiculous. Unless the heat was like 140, uh, 130, no water. But um, I think that was sudden death because a lot of them, if you look at the picture, their legs are straight out. They died standing up and fell over. Mm-hmm. So they were killed some way uh quickly and you don't have all those drop dead at once from heat unless we somebody hit them with a ray of like freaking 150 degrees i mean that just doesn't make any sense so one of two things is happening here uh we've either got foreign um entities that own our food and our livestock and everything else and they're trying to starve us to death okay or um the white hats have discovered that there is something in our food supply that they are getting rid of because when we we looked at the burning of the processing plants um we saw that i was told that that's not the only thing that they're processing in these plants that the chickens had some kind of microorganism that was going to infect the public um they had to destroy those chickens um and that the processing plants they were also they were also processing human meat and selling it on the black market and then after i said that somebody produced a photo of a shrink wrapped baby parts that looked like it was sold as food on the black market so um there is something very sinister that we are unaware of going on with the food supply and i'm pretty sure it may be the white hats that are trying to get rid of the bad food that was coming our way because as far as the chicken was concerned that was supposed to be a whole new pandemic um, i could be wrong but that's what i got will the stock market publicly crash on monday i'll tell you what right now they're pumping it up like crazy it, it got all the way down to 29,837 at 12:52 eastern time and now at uh, 2 15 they're just they've just started pumping a bunch of money into the stock Why do my streams keep having connection issues? Mine is. I don't know if it's the website. Um, but I keep getting noticed that my stream would freeze up and then I get the yellow yeah. notice too. Yeah, but although you're not freezing up, so maybe it's me that appears frozen to you. Will the stock market have a big public crash on Monday? It will be down. It depends on what your idea of at what point is that considered a giant crash. I mean, it's been crashing and continuing. So it's like this dam that's breaking and they keep, you know, sticking their finger in this hole and that hole and this hole and this hole. And pretty soon they keep trying to pop it up. 
and patch the cracks, but pretty soon it's going to break. Okay. So Victoria asked, Jen, I met a wonderful man, Bill. We've been talking every day for three months. He is Native American, Indian, and Scott, a medicine man. Will we have chemistry when we finally meet in person? Ooh. How exciting. Ooh, romance. That's awesome. Um, let's see, Victoria. Let's see, just get him his name. Bill. Oops, sorry, Bill. Yeah. Shave your legs. <laughs> what was that? I said, shave your legs. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. <laughs> shave your legs. By the way, ladies, I have checked on uh, on my um, numerology, and uh, I have discovered that the weekend of July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, and 4th at Roswell, my chances of meeting a new mate are red hot. I got, I got the sexy coming, uh, in Roswell. So, come to Roswell. Uh, Dorinda says, Jen, as you know, I've had the bottom, my bottom back left tooth pulled. Are one or two of my top teeth also going to need to be removed? Let me look real quick here. So, Dorinda, Jesus, let's see. There is a problem on the top, on one side, I always get the side backwards because like mirror image, I don't know why. But just up there, right at the gum line in the back on the top, you've got some decay. That is a concern. You need to get that fixed. Um, it's just that close to the nerve. So you, you got, you know, a dentist is going to have to tell you whether they can do that or not. Um. Jen, Joe, Joe's here. When I see my grandchildren, Sage, Psalm, London, Ark in the summer, when I see them, will it be in my state, Idaho, or theirs, or North in North Carolina, or somewhere else? And what month will it be? Oh, that's... Okay, grandchildren, Idaho where are they going to be? Idaho? Idaho. Idaho. August. Okay. Uh, Mike and Jennifer, why does the moon affect the mood? Well, if you read this book, Ruben Darren, you'll discover that the spin energy, angular momentum of celestial objects like the moon have a dramatic effect on electromagnetic waves, which is what your thoughts are. Every thought you've ever had is an electromagnetic wave. They can be affected by the positions of the planet. This is established by scientific experimentation, which I detail extensively in this book, The Choice. And that's why the moon affects people's moods because of different alignments that take place. Uh, Allison would like to know, Jen, what is happening to my mom's ears? Allison Downey's mom's ears. Jesus, let's see. She's slowly losing her hearing. It's kind of a degenerative disease, kind of not disease, but a condition. Um, it's, it's, that's going to take uh, longer than we have here to explain, but it almost looks like inside the ear, on the eardrum. It, it, I don't know if it looks fuzzy 
or if the outer tissue of it is um, going bad. Okay, Stephen Leister says his internet is in and out. Okay, let's check. I gotta Rumble go. Rumble one, one more time. Um, nope, same question. Everything's been answered. Okay, Jen, that's gonna wrap it up for Free Reading Friday. Don't forget to visit our sponsors, the CBD Gurus, this weekend, and use the wholesale discount code under Mike B. Wholesale Alien and get yourself some cool CBD products. Pick them up, Jen. Any final thoughts before we head into the weekend? Yes, there will be an SNL, as I'm planning, a Saturday night, Saturday night Live tomorrow night, if uh, everybody wants to do it. If, uh, if anybody's on vacation, we'll probably not do it, but we're planning on it right now. Jen, any final thoughts? I asked. And basically, you know, so sometimes when you ask, you'll get like a, a sh they'll shoot information at you, and then your brain trans lates it into language so basically celebrate the weekend like christmas is coming next week and you're a little kid just do it hey that sounds great to me and aligns with a lot of other stuff <laughs> sounds great to me other... yeah have to ask That's more about right. that all right so love you guys uh i will see you again probably tomorrow night for saturday night live and let you know look if if, if they're treating it as a three-day weekend and Brooks is going to go motorcycle riding with his kids and stuff like that, we probably won't do a show. Otherwise, we will. And I will see you then. We'll talk about the new Audubon Society with a trans man dressed as a woman wearing a bird suit. That's what the Audubon Society is doing to celebrate Pride Month. What that has to do with bird watching, I don't know. But you should have seen him getting ratioed on Twitter today. All right, guys. Love you. I will see you later. See you. Saturday. If not, Jen and I will be back. We'll be back on Monday, right? We're not treating it as a three-day weekend. Juneteenth is not a holiday. So we'll be Maybe. back on Monday. Maybe. Maybe I can get Jen in here for 30 minutes. If Maybe she I will. If you ask some Jen. Maybe, but I do what I want. All right. That's it. We're out of here. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great one. Bye.